but but if if be if reading the Bible if reading the Bible pushes them away from God or or is the reason why they move away from God or or not able to draw close to God, um, well, so then how do they remedy well. drawing closer to God? What? God. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm calling this. I'm calling it. I will. Accept. You guys are done. All right, let's go. To I will two. accept that answer. Right. <laughs> you guys, thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. starting off Aloha. robust so oh yeah real quick uh left coast galaxy supernova oh. india pll i should pour it and open it let's do it and do, do the five word review and hey remember we're going to save a few minutes at the end because we do have some feedback back to red and we got uh, english words in the wrong order <laughs> and we do have a five star review from itunes this is nice and cool i apologize i am still sick but my voice got even lower. It's still better. <laughs> I, like it I don't know why I do that. I could never compete with you. It's the tone, too, the, the breadth, the girth of your voice. Both you and Scott, I notice we have a similar register. Like, we talk around the same note. But you guys, We're just <laughs> you guys have something. Heavy hitters. Deeper. Talking about heavy hitters. This is like a wizard. How about those Dodgers? If this were, if this oh, were, a, is that game already over? Sorry, Zach. Beer, oh. beer wizard. If, this, if a beer wizard shot hops into a can, I don't know if that's five words, but it's mine. Yeah, that's pretty good. Eh, eh, it's pretty good. That's, eh. three, that's five words. Eh, it's pretty good. Uh, and you're you're drinking uh, Deschutes. Yeah, I'm, uh, Desch- sorry. We're just gonna keep saying these, and in case somehow words get to them and they can throw us some free like beer. Your guys' reviews are so amazing. We, we want to... Can we quote you guys in a commercial or something? <laughs> Is that five words? Yeah. <laughs> what language was that? Uh, I think it's uh, mm-hmm. Elvish. Okay. Orcish. Oh, and congratulations, Scott. Congratulations. Champions. All right. Fantasy baseball. Finally. Champion. It's only taken nine years. No joke, though. It's a 14-team league. That was tough, man. Shit's deep. Pitching saved the day. And also, uh, Mondesi, man, he got me single-handedly, won me a category with steals. That was pretty good. Wow, nice. Good five, expert five managing. Steals. That is a hot yeah. fantasy update. Man, fat. <laughs> so, hey, if you guys want to pick them up, now's your chance. <laughs> oh, is the season over? Yeah, you won. Oh, that's and you win you uh, a few shekels. All right, cool. Well, way to go. Okay. I got third, so I got my money back, or I might make a couple bucks. I finished just out of third. Like eighth? 
Oh. You know, somewhere between 4th and 14th. <laughs> you said, oh. and I thought that was a new number. <laughs> no, not not 8th. <laughs> the Bible's coming, everybody. The Bible's coming. Uh, I do. Okay, so I did print something out, and we don't have to go through this whole thing. I just love the headline uh, from the, our friends at the Christian Post. Let's New's, hear it. New Spring, which is Perry Noble's old church. He's the guy who resigned. And now he's got a leadership podcast, as all right. they all do. This is the CP moment. Let's hear it. Uh, for for abuses and alcoholism and all that stuff. Anyways, there's Twelve, three 12 steps. Let's do it. New Spring named Jesus Christ as their senior pastor after Perry Noble left. Is this for real? And or church this? was $47 million in debt. Now, that sounds like a lot, but you don't know cash flow versus like the payments out. You it, know what I mean? Yeah, they got they probably have big properties. Yeah. Is this their debt or their the uh, national like the uh how much was it 47 million 47 million in debt oh that's nothing what when, did tesla when lose he left. this last year scott <laughs> 747 million yeah Elon musk should charge start a start a church there is a church <laughs> is there a church, the of, church of tesla oh the church of musk yeah and he the also church. he's also looking into starting the church of ai hmm. yeah is there oh. an actual church of musk Probably. What do they do there? I think Jeff's a part of it. Well, I think that Tesla, the Tesla symbol, it's like it's kind of a cross. <laughs> is it? Is the uh, is the worship electronic music? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beat my pop. All rave all through. It's Sunday. a self-driving religion. Mm. It does say, That's "quote," good. and I quote: "We are a two true team approach to ministry right now." I was a senior pastor for one year, but now our church has one senior pastor, and we've liter- and we've literally, in our new bylaws, named Jesus Christ as our senior pastor. So we are structured differently now. It's a true team approach, and let me tell you, I love it. That was pastor, teaching pastor, Clayton King. I want to barf. They're all smiles. It's really cute. cute. I mean... In a, just, okay, why why cute? Jesus is the pastor. Like, I mean, isn't that kind of cute? Like, oh, I mean, it's it's cute in a throw upy kind of way. I get like, the I get the idea. What do you think the idea is? Of, We're not going to read the rest of it because it's garbage journalism. Because it came from the Christian Post. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's been. I got the more CP on that later. <laughs> well, Anyways, why do you think? Uh, well, he's the chief shepherd, and, and so I get that, yeah, we're going to follow Jesus. He's going to lead us, and we're we're agreeing that he's going to be our leader. He's yeah. our CS. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> uh, but um, there's, you know, there's... That was a good lip smack. Can I hear Scott a little more? I want to hear Scott a mm, little bit more. Yeah, get me in his ear. There we go. Project we go. Scott. Just keep projecting. Man, I keep smacking that. Anyways, but practically speaking, from a, an organizational perspective of that congregation as a legal entity, uh, are they saying that there's no one person that is the head of the legal entity? Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't put Jesus down as on your your 501c3 paperwork. Yeah, what happens when Jesus tells different says different things to different people? <laughs> Who's the yeah. final arbiter? Do they vote? Well, and they could. And, and, and so I... That Here's a board of seven people to, be, to decide yeah. what the real voice of Jesus is. Yeah, that would seem to be that they would have to do that. 
because there's no single leader. So, and Jeff, you barfed, right? Do people still say barf? <laughs> it just seemed a. They had a problem. I'm imagining them sitting around, and having the discussion of what are we, how are we going to mend this? Where is our new starting point? Um, let's get off to a good start and let the people know, you know, where our focus is. And then someone said, well, we'll say our, our, our lead pastor is, is the savior, Jesus Christ. And everybody went, that's great. And I guess my, uh, I'm going to throw up is, is it great? Because it's a great, like focal point. Yes, Jesus is the center of this all. Or is it great because that's good PR? We want people to be thinking, yes, this is what we're focused on. There's been some bad stuff that happened. We're also $47 million in debt, but Jesus is leading us, and we're going to listen to Jesus the rest of the way. Yeah, and it could be possible that it's um, trying to oversteer or uh, yes. correct, yes. it's a market correction, as it were, from uh, a potential allegedly abusive um, figure. And that's cult the PR. Personality. That's the PR part I'm talking about. So I'm sure in meetings it sounded really good, and maybe in fact it is good. If it, I mean, for all I know, they got a group of people like the teaching pastors and the the other names for pastors. There's like. What's another name for a pastor? There's a teaching pastor. Associate like, pastor? Yeah, there'll be like the operational, I don't know, people who handle the day-to-day. Ministry pastor. Yeah. Worship pastor. Pastor, pastor. Children's leader, if it's a woman, don't want to go to pastor. pastor. Don't want to go to pastor. I'm just kidding. I'm not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was so quick. <laughs> I love it. Now, yeah, and I, 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 I kind of like it in a way, but... At the same time, oh, you're sounding like me. Yeah, there's a uh, caveats. <laughs> there's a uh, it, it's a it's an organization that has a present a physical. The leader is a physical presence on Earth, right? They're going to be there physically in your meetings, and they're responsible. I think as, right. as well. Um, yeah, you, it, that actually makes it worse. You just get to pass the buck to, uh, you know. Hey, the, take uh, it to the man upstairs, guys. <laughs> and, and and I have not read the article, so I'm just going up. Yeah, no. He told us to do this. We heard from him. And so you have no nothing else to bounce it off except, you know, pray about it. And But we've already heard, so. Hey, I'll put the article in the show notes if people are curious. But it, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not, doesn't really go into de- in-depth but it, the positive is if they go from like a, a a guy who's a powerful personality who basically what he says goes, and for the sake of argument, I think it's reasonable that's basically how it ran. They had a board, but it, a lot in a lot of these big churches, the board are often other megachurch pastors who are just kind of, they're there, but it's basically, it was basically Perry Noble's gig. And if it wasn't like that with Perry Noble, it's like that in many other churches. I'm reasonably confident Stephen Furtix runs like that, where it's basically his show. If they move from that to these three guys, or it has three guys on the on the article, but 
where it's like, hey, we're, we're going to try to avoid the nonsense that happened before and that causes them to work together with more cooperation to get things done. That's a good thing. Yeah. They did admit they're three. They're all three alpha males. So I'm like, oh, that'll be interesting. Once the honeymoon period's over. Well, yeah, once that first disagreement shows up. I really think this up. is the way it needs to be. But <laughs> I really think this is the way. That's my yeah. alpha male. <laughs> Well, they could they could have gone with the Holy Spirit um, as the one who guides uh, the church, uh, you know, the one who Jesus sends. But is the Holy Spirit us. separate from Jesus? In in the sense that he, Jesus sends the Holy Spirit, he couldn't he, he couldn't send the Holy Spirit until. Oh, are you he, a modalist? <laughs> Heresy. Put, he puts on a different Holy Spirit hat. <laughs> yeah, it's almost Halloween. You never know. all right what's next i printed something else out you guys want to see it might as well i don't know unless you got something else i've got something oh yeah well what jeff my wife and my wife asked me if i wanted to read last night (laughs) and so we read a a chapter of a book (gasps) and i think we've read it in fact i know we've read it before is it Shmeepy and Rumron? Was it The Care and Feeding of Husbands? Oh, Dr. The Laura Schlesinger? <laughs> <laughs> the Care and Feeding of Husbands. I th- did you say Of the Husbands? I don't know. Is that an actual book title? Yeah. Yes, it is. Is it Laura? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. The proper care and feeding. <laughs> Bless of her husbands. heart. Hey, there was a time where I would have been all about that. Like, I, oh, wow. I think, and someone can correct me, I haven't read the book, but I think she surveys like early um, American writings and it draws from that uh, how um, women would treat their husbands and it's it's mainly a like hey women you're the you you're the homemaker your husband goes out to work and literally hey, you there woman yeah hey woman hey woman uh, your husband goes out to work and it, it's reasonable for him to expect certain things when he gets home. Uh, something like that. I haven't read Blow the book. Job. Though. To start, right? I'm pretty Is sure. Is that what she was saying? I I don't know because I haven't read it. But I'm going to say that's not explicitly in there. Unless the dishes aren't done when you get home, because then you'll be distracted, and you won't. As a man, as a husband, potentially, you wouldn't be able. I mean, if you're distracted by her not fulfilling her obligations in the kitchen. <laughs> Don't touch me until those dishes are done. <laughs> I'm just imagining. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just imagining being like the dark hole of my, oh my gosh. of my my marriage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I give my wife that book, like um, just in case you were when you guys wondering. are at your worst. Yeah, uh, proper proper care and feeding of husbands. Yeah. You should uh, read this. There would be a five percent chance though that it would work in your favor in that you it, it's so far that she might interpret it as a joke and where it just and she laughs and she loves it ironically mm, she probably would have used it as a, a yes a definitely a weapon <laughs> <laughs> and when she was t- her, when her muscles are worn out Caleb come here get on this oh this is, that would have been before the you're Caleb. just pulpy Anyway, your You're wife, book. Yeah, that was. Oh, it was the book that uh, the that we're in the middle of right now. We just started at our church. It's based off of 
Ah, uh, Danny Silk. Yeah. Keep your love on. Yes. Yep. That's it. Hashtag we, it so we can track it. We went through the first chapter, and I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a lot of timeless. Yes. Wisdom in there. Um, I, I I'm go- we are going to be doing it too as in addition. And it's been a while. I, I read most of it when I was um, transitioning faith-wise. Uh, and I'm, I'm, a guessing, I'm a guessing that most of it, I'll probably like, it's like most things. You got to like test it and see what's good. If some stuff you don't really love, fine. It doesn't need to offend me. Right. I don't know why I'm telling you guys that. I'm, this was I'm a, counseling myself right now. You Zach, you can do this. Huh? <laughs> I'm just used, so used to people like either they love something or it's garbage, and that's not true. Well, if your church is promoting it, then you know how I feel. it's garbage. <laughs> Gosh, now I remember uh, just going through it and thinking, yeah, that that's good. Now, nice. is, is it pro? Is, are these things pro you? And you're like, okay, I don't, I can't really like say something. She's going to keep pointing her to the book. No. She's the one who, Tanya, came after no. me. It's just general one. relationship. It it's centers on parents to kids. I mean, there's there's any way, any number of ways you can look at it. I do like, I do like, it frames things in questions which, which work well for kids. The idea being like, you give the kids a choice. They experience some sort of autonomy where they get to make a decision and there's just consequences based on that decision. And so you're trying to make them feel like they have some freedom and they're taking ownership in their abilities, but really it's hyper manipulative and that's not necessarily or always a bad thing. Hey, do you want to cl- clean the cup or do you want to clean the, the uh, dish? <laughs> is that like, what it is? Instead of asking, well, no, this is like what Zach, I'm just tagging on Zach's. Mm. It's like, uh, do you want to do the dishes? No. Oh. Crap. Uh, yeah. What about clean the Wait. toilets? <laughs> right, exactly. You can clean the dishes, you, or you have your regular chores, or <laughs> if you don't choose to do that, tomorrow you get my chores and your chores. You know, just examples like that, where yeah. it will work until the kids are probably around 12 or 13, and then you probably <laughs> have to second. alter that a little bit or come up with less. It just sounds super simple and silly when you when you come up with simple choices for little kids. Because I and I think it, it works to a degree where they they're like okay they might not like it but they are making a choice which helps them do that and respond in kind in a better way. But if you get outside of it, it's like wait a second they just yeah. the choices weren't those weren't both good choices. <laughs> I didn't make a good choice. I don't want to do that. You have to teach them to reject premises. <laughs> just yeah. because someone says something doesn't mean it's true. I but, think that's in the epilogue. Actually, now that you mentioned that, I we're obviously that's later in the book, but I remember uh, going over that and thinking, "That's so stupid." (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, just the choices. I'm like, my kids, for the most part, do what I want. If I need them to do something, they get it done. What I do find is moms are much more demanding in time, like they need it done in like time fulfillments, like. You need to do this. Pick this up. You need to go. And then it's, and I'd be like, did it get done within the week? 
That's good. Your stuff, that stuff got picked up because we can't leave wood sitting around, you know, the backyard and stuff. Someone's going to step on it. Trip. Especially not after you chopped it all with your huge axe. Yeah. You got an axe? <laughs> I do. Uh, but it's, I do find that that book and especially that chapter where you're giving them choices, moms are dealing with the children a whole lot more than dads are. So, so you know, when you, do you agree, Zach? Mm. Um, I would say generally, and thank you, Zach. Less and less so, but yes. I'd have the court reporter read back that he said <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would say it's split pretty close between Lisa and I personally. Yeah, it's I know that's completely anecdotal. Right. Okay, keep going. Oh my gosh! Thanks for goshing on me. How many pools does she clean during the day? Oh yeah, when you're gone for seven, eight hours. Caveats. Right. That was the wrong button. Okay, it works. <laughs> anyway, especially when she, no, especially kid, when your kids were yeah. younger, younger. I mean, yeah, you're, and generally, you're, probably, I would if you could probably Google it and find out a percentage of like women who are home versus men who are home, and it's not a statement of judgment. It's just that's generally how it's been, and you know, go back a couple of decades, even more so, we're probably trending in a direction that's less women. Are stay-at-home moms, but it's neither here nor there. It fits for you, for sure. That's 95% to 5%, but that's all right. might even be greater than that. Not now. Yeah, it is. No. For two for uh, married couples with children, it is. No. Yep. It's not 95. It it's got to be somewhere above 30. In New York. No. I, I think y- your, your percentage <laughs> might be Midwest. Uh, or nearly two thirds of American moms these days, 64.4% are breadwinners. The researchers found because they're all single. Wait, it says nearly two thirds are breadwinners, but uh, yeah, I don't know if that's you know, to the men exclusion. don't even exist anymore, Isn't according to the Washington Post. The person who goes to the to the work, well, the I, yes. Yes. Well, I I be would, careful what you. I'm r- thinking read that breadwinner means that they Washington have a Post. job and that they're not doesn't necessarily mean that they're exclusively the breadwinner. Aha! The graph says uh, breadwinner mothers forty two percent. So flip that thirty eight percent. Is that math? Did I just do math? Is that not right? That's not right. You did. You did a form of math. <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning a lot about Common Core. Hey, that's a common core joke. No, 42% are breadwinner mothers. 22% are co-breadwinner mothers. So they're putting those two numbers together. So if you're doing some form of work to contribute to household income, it's 60-something percent. But actually, 42% of mothers being the breadwinner is surprising. But that might might include single mothers. It's the Washington Post, though. They're pushing women these days. It should. I know, but but yeah, I know you could break it down differently. But th- then that would be a that'd be a diff- that wouldn't be part of this discussion where what percentage okay. of dual going, parent households, but it, it, middle it's more. Cl- middle class and above. Now I don't I don't know I I th- I think it's above thirty percent. I don't think so. I think it's somewhere between middle I'd probably class put 20, and above. I put twenty to forty percent of women of of dual parent mothers. <laughs> Are in the workforce. The Here's Washington Post is probably is probably including 
lesbian women and including both of them in the if they're both working uh, married lesbians that's, in the that's potential, it, but that's such a small percentage that it, it the Washington might Post not will have, grab all of them and delete anything that's question marks. <laughs> They're going to grab all of the lesbians. They want to make sure that everybody knows that forty two percent. Here's something interesting that we didn't plan on. Here, I found another graph. You didn't plan on hearing any of this. No, we didn't. This is one of those. What's thanks, best? Danny Silk? What's <laughs> how did we go in this direction? Man, if he does, if his boxers are made out of cotton, I'm upset. What do you think? Is he a uh, brief guy or a boxer guy, you think? Danny Silk? Or is he commando? I don't even know. Guess. I want it on the record. <laughs> I don't even know who Danny Silk is. Mm. I bet he rolls commando. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about it. What's best for children? Percent saying children are uh, better off with a parent at home. This is according to Pew Research Center survey. Uh, uh, February 9th, uh, 2014. So, what's best for children? Better off with parent at home, just as well when a parent works, neither slash both. Parent at home. Parent at home. Okay, better off with a parent at home. What's the percentage? Better off with a parent at home. Yeah, according to the Pew Research Research population study. I'd put it, Somewhere, Just call it Americans. Somewhere between forty and fifty percent. That say that it's better. It's better. So you would say like the opposite of that math, whatever the, the math the, works out to. <laughs> Just as well with parents at work, when parents work. Just yeah. as well off when parents work. So the yeah. So it's it's there's a problem with the statistics. Whatever. I'm just it going is. with with the. I'll say is. I'll say eighty percent. Eighty percent say better off with parent at home. I'm going to say, because I have the answer, it's 60% oh, say good. better off with a parent at home. 35 say just as well when parents work. I'm guessing those are the people that both have jobs. <laughs> That's why it's <laughs> skewed. Well, I don't know. My don't dad know. sucked. Which, it's a little surprising. I mean, it, not you can... My mom was a drunk. I hated her at there's home. There's like reactions against the classic, like dad works, mom stays at home. There's like those forces at work, and there's also people the other other way around. Some people just want to break the mold. They just want to break it no matter what. It's not bad if the dad works and the mom's at home. It's not bad if the situation is otherwise. I know people that where the the dad is taking the kid to the park and you know doing doing the play dates and stuff like that. That's fine. That's what I'm looking for. Play date. What's surprising though is that, like, we think. Or there's a decent chunk of people that think if both parents are working, that's just as good. Like you could just say, well, you can you can totally pull it off with both parents working. We 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 we. My parents did. Lisa and I both work. I would argue so far we're pulling it off. Um, now that's a little different. Now a little caveat there. If I, I think caveats, the, the idea is a parent raising the kids and not. Putting them in daycare yeah. or a babysitter, Dumpy something daycare. like that. That—that's the main issue. So if I, I'm not sure how often your Lisa is able to work at home, but 
that's a different. I'd probably put that in a different category where I know where you're coming from. Yeah, Scott. she's the, the, the a parent that is around be, raising the kids that's and del- someone else. Well, that's the we delineation. can assume that yeah. that's a and huge difference. I think that's yeah. a generally good assumption. Yeah, that if um, if there's someone else other than the parents at home for a good chunk of the day, like that's just as good as the parents. Um, it doesn't have to be bad, but I would say it's probably it's it, reasonable to think it's ideal if the if a parent yeah. is so here yeah. I, or the other. I got some middle class working parents, mom and dad. They they go to work early, drop the kid off at daycare. That kid walks across the street to school when it's time, and and then is picked up at like five thirty, six o'clock. Is either gets their own dinner or is given drive through or something. The parents go and sit on the TV. The kid goes to bed at whenever is in his room playing video games. Then gets dumped off at you know daycare in the morning again. So for an hour it's daycare, then it's school, then it's daycare for another three or four hours. Then they go home, they eat, and then they are in their room and they go to bed. And and that's the life of many kids. Yeah. And and so their so the parents don't. The parents aren't parents. They it's really daycare, like and some daycares are probably amazing, but some it's just like you're there and there's like chaos of you know kids whose parents don't even care about them. So you know whatever, whatever goes. Yeah, there's probably a minority situations where they're actually being protected by being in daycare. (laughs) (laughs) Probably hopefully a smaller number. No, my parents, both of my parents worked my whole life growing up. and it's funny you mentioned walking across the street. Right, that's the best for parents, I would say, because we lived right across the street from my elementary school, mm-hmm. and they they would go off to work. They and, didn't have to worry about you. And I would just I'd climb the fence or go, you know, yeah. go to school and walk right back home. They go home at five, but it wasn't the situation where I'd go in my room and play video games. I mean, that happened sometimes, but dinner came, dinner time came. We we all had dinner together. What few games did you have? Oh, oh, you're not that old. We had we had Ram- I had Rambo, First Blood on the Commodore sixty four. Oh, and then I think they already had Flight Simulator uh, out at that time on a PC. Um, I think so. And then the uh, NES came out. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and then Super Nintendo, mm. Tecmo Bowl. Love me some Spy Hunter. Mm. Yeah. Akari Warriors, but but I A B B A. But it's good. It's it, it it's good in that sense that, of course, this is a different era where kids could be alone for a, a period of time and not get you know, parents not get arrested for not supervising their kids. I guess you, you still can. Um, Depends where you live. Yeah, uh, but having yeah, it, it's it's bo- it's it's a good example to have both your parents working because. As long as the kid's not being spoiled, and I, I, I might have been spoiled at some points, but for the most part, it's like, man, my parents are working hard. I don't, I don't get everything that I want. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a good example in that case. There's definitely a huge difference because yeah. if you if you come home, some you know some kids come home and they're both the parents were working and maybe one's still at work. Yeah. But when you get home, like mom or dad are there. So like we got friends that you know. Maybe both people work that, but they're self-employed. So there's, 
you know, there's a way to make it all work. And I think a lot more people nowadays are self-employed compared to like 30 years ago, a lot more. Yeah, the, inter- the internet's uh, right. provided that. Yeah. yeah, a lot more at-home jobs, and that's changed the dynamic of of that. And so I guess the idea of having 42%, like people, you know, women um, making more money, uh you know, I guess in this day and age, I, I, I seriously question the the figures, but, uh, um, you know, I could see where there'd be a much higher it's number. fake news. <laughs> yeah, it well, is, it is there fake news. It's a freaking Washington Post. They stand for, like, idiots. It's uh, surprising, too, because this is going to sound terrible. But like, I'm re- referencing ch- comparing children with property, <laughs> but you get... You rent a car or whatever. You don't take the same care of your car. This doesn't include Jeff, who beats the shit out of his Prius. That's you just dumb. don't even care. The California state of California <laughs> is not going to allow me to drive my car anymore. Anyways, so, yeah, yeah. Doesn't pass mug or what? Nope. Wow, that's incredible. When's the last time you took it in for just a regular maintenance? Never. Thank you. And you still got how much out of it? Three hundred eight thousand miles. Boom. Hashtag Toyota strong. 11 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hashtag Prius. I crushed that thing. If you could somehow Prius with the extra S's for Scotch Lisp, that'd be great. Next car. But you don't treat it. You don't treat somebody else's property the same way. Like, so I don't know. Come on. People who voted the other way. <laughs> it, well, and... Um, These people I don't know, so never met. Maybe yes, they're fake. Yes and no. I, I'm sure there's a good... Chunk, a good chunk of the population who might treat other people's property better than their own. I just saying as just to make it look good. Yeah, as like I want to clarify because I'm the clarifier. That's a good <laughs> clarification. <laughs> you're right, you're right. I mean, it's general. It's a general statement. Can we go back to Danny Silk? Where were we? Yeah. I I brought that up. <laughs> God bless you, my son. Ah, oh, excuse me. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. So what was in the first chapter? I I don't know. What do you want to do with Danny Silk? I don't <laughs> do anything. I, I mean, right now in this conversation, Jeff. I I thought he was a really good <laughs> I just is that your opinion? I still want to know what you were saying. I just we need to find that no, moment. Don't 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 not yet. Hold on, I'm gonna lose my brain. Uh, the Danny Silk book, I. I'm trying to remember the first chapter. I think it was uh, treat others as you would like to be treated. No, it was the triangulation. The f- are you controlled by fear or is it like it was, the devil's triangle? It was actually Kavanaugh a good, a about? good, a good thought of like. No, that's Pelosi. Uh, people waters get, and people get stuck. CNN and it's Republican. fear that is driving um, them just being isolated or or they just pull away and from you know friendships and which i guess is the definition of isolation and and they don't make rational choices and a lot of the first chapter is has this idea that people are, get ruled by fear and then they're stuck and they don't have any idea what to do and and, and but some of the things they do do are <laughs> said, bad in towards others they're negative but it's because they're acting out of fear they start thinking that 
someone's against them or they've made a choice because it could be like at work, like someone has, you know, been given a, a position at, at yes at a company and you think you start thinking the worst, like why why wasn't it me? I I, I think I'm gonna be fired. Right. And then you become well in your case crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I, can I piggyback on that? Please. Like, uh I I'm not at liberty to say details, but I can detail it as such that no, this one's empty. Go ahead and open that one. Go details. Ahead. Can Go I have ahead. a little bit of that Deschutes, the other Deschutes? Oh, really? I'll, I'll, I'd rather split that with you. Okay. Riveting, guys. All right. <clears throat> Great story. <laughs> It's 79 degrees. It's uh, five details. <laughs> no, having... So I've been in a situation where I ha- had unreasonable expectations. I had some misplaced identity in relationships with other people. And actually, this, that... You could have told me. That's... Yeah. But what you do is, in those types of situations, you just say the person does something that disappoints you you take that to, well, they are obviously doing that because they don't feel the way that I feel about them. You do realize he's talking about us, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'll make direct eye contact like a laser beam. And um, that maybe that's not clear. I, I understand I'm, I'm hiding things, but we're at a party. This is a more... Maybe out of fear. This one happens all the time. At a party, this is a good example of looking through your own lens. At a party... I've said some stupid things trying to be funny. They don't go over well. Or hindsight, I'm like, mm, maybe amongst that laughter, I offended somebody because that was a crass joke or whatever. I wake up thinking about it, thinking, mm, maybe it's healthy conviction. I shouldn't do that anymore or think about it. Or, or they're, hol- they're going to hold that against me. They're going to think, that's sick, man. He's kind of a dumbass. So let's pretend that's not true. In this example, they... Chances are people aren't thinking about you. You are right. thinking about you, right? All the time. The world revolves around right. me, it, and I do that too. I'll, I'll think about conversations and like, man, did I, I, you know, did I say something to offend someone? Did I? But, but then I, I then I start thinking, okay, was my argument like, okay, was it sound? Did I? Me, meanwhile, when I say probably, that same you're thing probably again. referring to me. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm thinking the exact but in reverse, holding none of what you said against you, but thinking the same thing about me. Yeah. yeah. It's a good example. And, and then, it's so yeah. difficult to get out of it, especially when it comes to like a, abuse or where there's like real trauma, not just I was drinking at a party trauma. Uh, it, it can like ingrain, just like dig into your soul in a way that is super hard to get out of. And you just like spin. It's like you're just spinning down the drain. Well, and there's a there's a different uh, a different aspect of that that can be beneficial. Like you're you're saying a healthy conviction, where uh, you might not say that same thing again. Uh, so you'll grow from it. Hey, woman, <laughs> <laughs> like that. <laughs> I so regret this whole conversation. All right, keep it going, Scott. Uh, well, no, you were going to say something. Pressing buttons is no, fun, right? wasn't. I just wanted to oh. press the purple well, dashboard. Give me more of this Deschutes Fresh Squeezed IPA. Hmm. Scott, go. Dead. Dead? You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Speak. 
Maybe the Danny oh, Silk. Did. No, did. you were speaking. I was. Yeah. I. And then you're like, it. oh, I thought you were yeah, going to talk. Oh, you said something. Oh, well, that was. Wow, yeah. you totally bl- you blocked out sound in the f- physical brain. To Don't hand. you have the ability to <laughs> do that? Uh, <laughs> that's what makes us Button warriors. Pushing, that's, weird. <laughs> that's what happened. That's what makes us warriors, Scott. We have the ability to compartmentalize and cut everything out. Clean what? Wash what? Pick up what? I'm watching football here. All right. Okay. I got, I got sidetracked. Hey, woman. I so regret this whole conversation. Future, it oh, may be evidence re- for us. No, actually, back to the fear thing. It was the idea of you You also have control. Like, I, I have control. I don't have the ability to control others. So I can only, and Zach, what you were saying is, like, you'd say things, but, I mean, you'd hope that you were just being honest and genuine and and good and so if somebody took offense or questioned something you said you would be you know i'm i'm good with what i said and if somebody wants to have a conversation yeah. great but then there's the people who worry about what they said and they constantly think about yeah. it, it becomes you know just it kills them because if i'm being honest with myself and this is i'm just being deadly serious they didn't laugh at my whatever i said at the party People didn't laugh because they didn't think it was funny. It's just I come so close to the line of going over it that people are afraid to laugh in front of other people. And so that's Mm. what's going on. And so in my best moments, and I'm honest with myself the next day, I don't beat myself up, I think. They knew it was brilliant. (laughs) But they just, it's it's on them. That's good. They need, it's on them to be confident enough to laugh at something that's legitimately funny, albeit offensive. Wow, you're now starting to think like Scott. That's awesome. I'm terrified. Step one, (laughs) you know, always think you're right. That's a good drop. (laughs) I'm going to keep that one. What was the other article you had? (laughs) Oh, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) Back to the Bible. Four reasons to read the Bible more often. Oh, I saw that headline. <laughs> I didn't read it, though. No. Knowledge. Also, the Christian Post. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's Can we a good guess? Idea. Let's yes. guess. Good idea. All right. Okay. Yep, go ahead. In descending order. No, it doesn't matter. Desc- <laughs> now you're really screwing me up. Okay. Just knowledge um, to for for prayer, worship. Just knowledge of what, generally? Knowledge of just general knowledge, you know, to be able to have a conversation with someone and um, you know, bring out a couple of verses from uh, John or Luke or Chronicles two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, knowledge. Jeff knows two New Testament books and one Old Testament. <laughs> Not Second Chronicles, but the second chapter oh, of a random. <laughs> I totally messed that one. Flip up. a coin and then decide By which chronicles. He means chronicles. that people chronicled right. Uh, the chronicles. Events. <laughs> Of Chronicles of Narnia. Second. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it sounded like you guys were going to rap together. You want to keep going? By the way, did anybody see the opening of SNL's premiere this season? No. Okay. And we're we're back. No, I hate SNL. <sighs> I just like to see the opening of the of the new one. It's not that show on Lifetime called Sunday Night Living, Dude, Scott. It was Matt Damon playing Kavanaugh, the judge. I mean, it was... I saw screen grabs, and he a, got the little nose squishy thing he did. that Kavanaugh does. He did good. Yeah. He did so good. Okay. Anyways. And I didn't even watch any of it. Knowledge. Uh, okay, knowledge, and then for like worship, prayer, that's all one. 
Like you're just reading for like God speak to me. That's not for knowledge. That's so it's so to, hearing from God. Okay. Is that a good is that a good summation? Sure. Sure. Is that a thing? Yes. <coughs> uh let's see. A third uh for t- oh, no, that'd be a, I was gonna say for a test. Like I'm, I'm in a college religion course. That's a test. That could be a good reason. But I kinda think of it as knowledge. But we'll just go with that. We'll go for to pass tests. Yes, to pass tests in college. <laughs> All right, and four. And the fourth. I love these guessing games. The reason for reading the Bible. Um, so God does not um, strike me down. <laughs> All right, for uh, what's a good summary of that? Like religious convict to because you feel like you have to. Obedience. Yes. Because read it. It to would be, be a sin not to. Okay. I mean, as a. Uh, um, read it not to sin. I don't know. That's, that's probably different. Whatever. That's good enough. <laughs> Scott? Uh, yeah, I'll go with the first one knowledge. Uh, knowledge of God. Can no, knowledge. Knowledge of who we are. Knowledge of uh, salvation. Um, understanding. You're going way further than Jeff did. <laughs> understanding the it. will of God. Um, uh, admonishment, correction, rebuke, reproof. Is that a part? So that that's now we're one. up to five. Oh, that's one. Well, yeah. So, so Jeez. For, for my, Timothy? S, my essay next to Scott's, I'm going to fail just based <laughs> off how much he wrote. <laughs> no, I want you to say that one more time. Just so, like okay. You said so the it. first one would be knowledge. Yeah. The second one is is I'm going to say a few words, and it's all wrapped up into one. So admonishment, reproof, rebuke rebuke correction no you're not saying love. the same the first time you're like admonishment correction reproof rebuke <laughs> it was like it was Re-buff. like boom if i don't say this right god Re-buff. will smite me that's how it sounded like <laughs> almighty right. so smiter that, uh, timothy peter is that first timothy uh, it's probably in first and second timothy first and second generations yeah i think it's second timothy 316 i'm so glad the podcast just started let's keep it going <laughs> okay we're on a roll now so, so, that's yeah. the second one Okay. I guess the yeah the, uh, admonishment rebuke. I need buff. four of them. Uh, yeah, you're on three. I'll go with number well, that's four. On two. No, I'll this go, is gonna be three. Yeah, I'll go with number four third. Uh, what? I got you. Uh, you're right. Uh, prophecy to know what God has predicted for the future. Ooh, futurism. Futurism. And then the third one um, is. I kind of encompassed pretty much everything. Keep that theological scooter train rolling. The <laughs> <laughs> um, third one is, oh, devotion. Yeah, good. Devotion. So I'll, uh, so I got two of Jeff's. Hey, can I just say, and I will, without you guys saying I can, I am impressed because if somebody put me on the spot and said, hey, here's, do four things, I probably would have just said there's there's not no reasons <laughs> are you giving <laughs> us a compliment <laughs> yes yeah is that, that a critique mean? or a compliment no yeah, it's uh, just being <laughs> drastic for radio purposes <laughs> all right so Neither me in this i will in about five seconds reading the bible draws you closer to god oh good okay okay i'm not disagreeing yep so hearing from God, I think that applies. That's yes. I, I'll just say you both. Well, got and, that and yeah, one. I think, I think I we both got God's that. Will. <laughs> yeah. a, Check off one for yeah. Scott, one for, the for the myself. Record, um, 
I this is Christian Post, so it's going to be super lies. If you're into that, you're into that. So Scott's going to agree with everything, <laughs> and I'm going to want to disagree with everything Are while you? still sort of agreeing with a little bit. I need to go back and I'm going to delete what I just. Would you edit out where I said uh, Washington? Or, I mean, Christian Post <laughs> lies. <laughs> They're all the same. <laughs> Okay, well, so that's interesting, Zach. Are you disagreeing with that first one? Oh, Zach, he's, that's interesting. This is going to be a long yes. discussion. Okay, well, and I'm um, surprised. Here we go. Um, what do you think about the statement? Just somebody says, reading the Bible draws you closer to God, and this is a random person you don't know. Like, what, mm. If you were to critique that statement or ask for clarification, what would you ask? Uh, well, I, I would first try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, and see if there is anything that I agree with in that statement. And there, there is, there are things that I agree with in that statement. But we can't. Um, you can it, It's very difficult to draw close to God without knowing about God or who He is or what He's done and my relationship to Him. Jamal so, Javanji would disagree, but go ahead. I, I know because God could mean anything <laughs> in his in his mind. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not detachable. Yeah, <laughs> apropos uh, of nothing. But, uh, but if I if I was going to critique, if I was going to critique that, um, I, uh, <sighs> it's one word. Actually, I think it's different. I, I don't know if I, I don't Reading know if I'd have Bible a critique for it. Can draw you closer to God? How about that? Oh, okay. Uh, then I would say. Well, I, I guess I would just go back to my previous statement. How, was, do you, how do you expect to draw close to God without knowing who God yeah, is? I know too many people at this point that have um, gone further away from God, or it's a probably more accurate statement. I'm going to sneeze. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, we'll edit that out. God uh, bless you, my son. Thank you. Um, you could just say void, too, if it's not God. Maybe it's a day where I'm like not feeling close to God. You could just say void, bless you. That's a joke. Don't look at me like that. Hit a button. Button search. Caveats. <laughs> that was lame. Um, we'll edit that out. Can draw you closer to God. I know too many people that have, are, I don't know why I'm trying to talk so fast. I end up stuttering and slurring. That <laughs> don't, don't, that have gone away from God because of reading the Bible. And I know that's mm. super complicated and yeah. it gets into hermeneutics and all. And there's all, actually, Mm, hermeneutics. Yeah, yeah. So I, it, uh, um, you want to generally agree with me? Why, why would, why would not reading the Bible draw you close to God? How is that? That's not what I said. I think. Well, but if read, if reading the Bible, you're making a logical mistake right now. That's what he's saying. You're saying you need to accept it and oh. just move on, Zach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, As a humble number nine peacemaker, I submit. <laughs> but but if 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 reading the Bible if reading the Bible pushes them away from God or or is the reason why they move away from God or or not able to draw close to God, um, well, so then how do they remedy them? drawing closer to God? What God? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm calling this. I'm calling it. I will. Accept, you guys are done. All right, let's go. To I will two. accept that answer. Right. You, you guys, thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Thank right. you, Jesus. All right, number two, the Bible is the perfect handbook for daily living. I almost can't. I can't say okay. that with a straight face. That's for da- like just to like worship and prayer, and that I think I agree with that in my uh, admonish, reprove, rebuke, correct. Yeah, that's 
That's it, pretty it, much what it I. It kind of reminds me of saying. people who like want to learn bigger words, expand their vocabulary, and so they choose a word each day, and they're like, "I'm going to use that word over and over and over in places where you know it's useful," and and then they kind of learn the word. So people who read the Bible. They think about a verse or two, whatever they've read that day, and they focus on that throughout the day. So it's mm-hmm. kind of the same thing, and I'm it's, sure it works. Yeah, it's a, it's a Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen. Speaking of being a okay, no, is that is, is that what, is that in there? Yeah. Oh, is <laughs> breathed out by God, proper perfect, and reproof, and is profitable for. Re- you know what's reproof. amazing though, as I agree with that statement in a completely different way that you do, and. <laughs> Like I've heard, I've heard many people that have many different views that don't all line up with what the Bible is. Agree with that statement. Well, that's why. That's why this I picked this out is because it's <laughs> it's amusing to me. Like it's just so simple. Like yeah. this is the way it is. Oh, yeah. You, well, where's the? Where do they get their idea from? Uh, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> let's let's rely. So, let's rely on their brain. It, okay. What if the Holy Spirit speaking to them? So this is where we part because it's. They're coming from a perspective that you probably share, and probably a general, a good portion of our audience. Um, so, like 42? Uh, 42%? Is that the yeah, yeah, breadwinning yeah, 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 women? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that think the Bible is God's word in the sense that, you know, if you, any depiction of God or a command from God is God, and it's not filtered through humans' belief about what God's telling them to do. So, therefore, what makes me laugh is like just go through the Psalms and look at what God does and or what David wants God to do or what he's pleading with God to do and see if that matches up or is equal to other portions of the Old Testament or from how, how does that change the Second Timothy three sixteen passage in your mind? I don't even want to touch that because <laughs> that I agree with it. Like well, that's what we're you talking can use, about. I would say most most things are. You can use most things and have Second Timothy apply. Like you can use, you can use things outside of the Bible and have that apply. Okay, guys, Second I'm Timothy's it, not talking. Okay, this is great. The timer is very effective. <laughs> no, really, the it, timer is bad. No, we're moving no, on. It's well, because not. we're moving we on. Got feedback. Second Timothy is a, a, a general statement that people assume is talking about every word in the Bible with e- and. And that's holy fudge knuckle, you guys. Let's okay. go. And I, I think just you're don't think it, it is worse, actually. Jeff. No, I'm he not. might be. You are. Hey, you, you are. Read it's the article. Kind of immature. BBBpie.com. Show notes are everywhere. Yeah. Seriously, it's kind of immature. Why no, let us have a conversation about it. Well, nobody wants to listen to this. We he, want the third one from the well. Hash, Christian post. Not hashtag. <laughs> uh, Jeff and people like Jeff don't want to listen to this. <laughs> yeah, which is twelve. <laughs> It could be a percentage or actual 12 people. Oh, it's got to be 42% (laughs) at least. Uh, Yeah, I just, that's why I push back against that is like every depiction of God is not the same to me in the Bible. It's my opinion. Yeah. And I I know it's different for you. I would just say I I think we we rely on something greater than ourselves, um, something that has more wisdom than ourselves. If we rely on ourselves, we're going to be, it's going to end up bad. We you know, but yeah, but you don't believe the Holy Spirit can lead you. I, I have never said that. Okay, I'm calling I a, time. I'm I calling Jeff. You, that's Jeff, enough. Thank you. I, I have affirmed you 
I've affirmed you in being led by the Holy Spirit, I, while at the same time saying that Scripture is of utmost importance. But you say, <laughs> how, how can you I say know, that? I do, you, Scott, you say that people listen to themselves; they they think for themselves. I, I think they filter the Holy Spirit through themselves. Very, very good point, Zach, and that is my critique. Sometimes it's more clear that. than other times, depending uh, on yeah. the. That's instance. my critique. So having something outside of I can't ourselves, we're right clear. <laughs> no, have, having something outside of ourselves that we that we can bounce our ideas off of, because we don't know where the thought is coming from necessarily. It could be coming from the Holy Spirit, but it could be coming from our own selfish ambitions, or it could be coming from the enemy. Having something outside of ourselves to verify is uh, is vital. And that that's why that Second Timothy three sixteen passage is so important because Paul is not just telling Timothy could, because Timothy heard from was taught by Paul directly, but Paul is saying Timothy. Paul is saying it's not just it's not just what I'm saying, but the scriptures. The, this, I, I'm teaching you what the scriptures are saying, and you should go to the scriptures for what you are you are right. how you're going to live and how and what you're going to teach. And I think with di- I disagree with Paul if Paul's agreeing with you, and I don't know if he is. <laughs> we'll find out. Let's someday. call Paul. <laughs> Better call Paul. It's coming soon from BBB Pod Network his television name, shows. His name did used to be Saul. I'm going to call that this was ep- immature, Scott. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call this show this episode. Better call Paul. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's organic. All right, number four. I think we're only on three. Okay, number oh, yeah. three. Don't disagree with me, Jeff. Reading the Bible. Re- this is okay. This is where I think I'm going to get Scott on board, even though he's probably going to agree with number three. Reading the Bible regularly improves your behavior. I, yeah, I, w- I would say how you read it. it uh, yeah, it, it, it it's not necessarily. I read it in the bathtub. The Is that okay? <laughs> I'm reading in the bathtub. It's not necessarily the outcome. As long as um, you keep your hands off yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no washing. That was a moment at a party where you guys wanted to laugh, but you're afraid if you laugh that Jeff that Scott will judge you for laughing at my masturbation joke. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. I'm sorry I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not, it's not necessarily the outcome. It depends on how you read it and if you're going to take it to heart. I've been there where... The board uh, is fun, yeah. Jeff. Can we just say that? Yeah, it is. The board is fun. Yeah. All right. So here's where they get their idea, though, is that... I like... Okay. This revelation... I bet he was proud of that. The author. Who's the author? Chris Bullinger. Regular Bible reading improves your behavior. In fact, scripture engagement or the frequency with which you read the Bible is a more reliable prediction of moral behavior than traditional measures of spirituality, such as church attendance and prayer. This revelation comes from research conducted by Arnold Cole. They did an online survey. Research from an online survey Okay. Are you throwing up a little bit? It depends on how many people are in the survey. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Sixty-two thousand atheists. No, well, you could. Well, then you throw out all surveys. Reveal and, that it says controlling for other factors. Now, I didn't go into it. Scientific evidence for the power of four is the name of the survey. It doesn't. That sounds like wonk. Anyways, getting drunk. Okay, Christians who read the Bible according to the survey, an online survey, no less, four or more days a week have a lower odds of abusing alcohol, having out sex outside of marriage, viewing pornography, and gambling. 
significantly lower odds. Here are the findings. Getting drunk. How? Okay, another guessing game. Quickly though, we're running out of time. Getting drunk. How? What percent lower odds? A what? A third of getting drunk. So Scott says thirty-three percent lower. Jeff says of getting drunk. You read the Bible four times a week. You have what percentage lower odds of getting drunk? Fifty. Fifty-seven percent, according to the survey. Nice. Jeff wins. Having extramarital sex. Above, they said premarital sex, so... What percentage lower odds will... Let's just call it cheat on your spouse if you read your Bible four times a week. Hurry! Ten percent. You have no faith in the Bible. The power of the word. Oh, wait, it's how many people... What percent lower odds will have extramarital sex? I'm going to go the inverse. 69.7. Damn it! Did I hit 68%? it? 68%. Oh! <laughs> oh! Apologies to your earmuffs. <laughs> uh, viewing porn, what percentage lower odds if you read the Bible four times a week? Am I reading it online? <laughs> Easier distraction. Did they promote this survey on porn sites? I swear I was going for Bible Hub. <laughs> Oh. That was at, funny. I go at Jeff sixty percent. You said sixty? No. No, he was going to. Okay, you say sixty. What do you say? <laughs> Lower odds viewing porn. Uh, Reading the Bible four times a week. Thirty-five. Sixty-one percent. We should have been keeping track. Adam Crowley does this game where they guess the yeah. Rotten per- Tomatoes percentage. I, I got it though. Track. I got Next it. Next time we'll do better. I did better than Scott. Gambling. What percentage? Lower odds if you read the Bible four times or less. Mm, 80. Can we bet on this? I'm going to go 70. How much you want to put on that? <laughs> I, I, I think I'm I actually... This is really close. <laughs> Both of you. Uh, you said 80, Scott? And Je- I said, 72. said 70. Set, no, you said 70. I said 72. That was the, day, the year I was born. <laughs> Either I never way, you win that. by one. It's 70. Four. 74. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's a funny one is that, that is when funny. people respond to surveys, they don't tell the truth. So also we have a, a classic example, I think, of correlation is not causation. Generally, you have a people with a framework. This is my interpretation or hypothesis. The general person that feels like they need to read the Bible that much has a lot of other factors at play causing them to do said thing. And that may... Be, reveal some of their discipline in other areas of their life, or it could be fear of the divine. If they, if they don't read their Bible, that's a bad thing. That's sin. You know, there, there's a lot of things at play. But the way they were, this is why, and we're using the Christian post twice. Yeah. That's why it drives me crazy. Is that whether or not it's true, it's just like it's not a good study. Like this would be, this would be rejected. Wait, and, and okay, now what, and I feel yeah. like it's, it's like this little. Christian journalism generally is we're just trying to like plant seeds or affirm where the general audience thinks that they need to go and and try to encourage them in that I guess but it doesn't it doesn't add it doesn't add up with the greater picture of of life and how how things are done I mean okay so whether whether or not this is a good a good statistical analysis or a good survey um would you agree with their conclusion or what they're trying to get at is encouraging people to read the Bible? 
What percentage of people do you think take an online survey and will answer honestly about having extramarital sex no, whether, when it's about answering whether they read the Bible four no, times? Wh- whether or not it's a good survey. I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with your question. Okay. Whether or not it's a good survey. I'm going to take that to the bank. Um, are you critiquing the, the, the and I, I'm, not say, I'm, not, I'm not advocating pragmatism here, but are you, they're trying to encourage people to read the Bible. Are you, are you only critiquing the survey or is there some other... Because it's garbage. Whether, whether it's garbage or there, not. No, that's no, why I, I'm critiquing it. Okay. So, because it but, says but you're not reading critiquing, your Bible more often, their conclusion is reading your Bible more often not only makes you less likely to engage in risky behavior, oh. but also increases the likelihood that you will share your faith and disciple others. I, Christians who I read their Bibles... I think that's correct. Yeah, but in any number of ways... To that may in fact be wrong, and I would argue generally, based on the audience of Christian Post, they're reading their Bible wrong generally. Okay, okay, that's well, a completely different. Okay, I understand. Different Hold on. First of all, that this questionnaire, this survey, is skewed for those that already read their Bible, and the person who reads their Bible. And the person, the type of person who reads their Bible, and will take that survey. Are the statistics are going to be skewed that they're going to be answering? I agree. In, I, it, it, towards, I agree that, that that's a potential. You know, that Bible yeah. is always going to help you. So, but if you asked, also, and it gives too much power to the Bible. Others. Well, so that's that's the question I'm getting at: is are you critiquing just the survey? And you might have just answered it there. Are you critiquing just the survey? Or are you also critiquing their encouragement? What's behind of it? People. In their encouragement of people reading the Bible. The Bible so that, is so magic. That, so, well, not... <laughs> see... Um, I know it's not fair, Scott. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> I, I, so, it, yeah, it's cool. Hey, let's criticize Let's criticize everyone else. I, I get that. I do that all the time. It seems that you have a particular agenda, though. <laughs> of course, it drew my ire, but I yeah, I, do you I, do you think it's do you think it's good that people encourage other people to read the Bible and and I guess the second part would be do you think that no the <laughs> I would have a ton of caveats to to figure out whether I, I, they should be reading the Bible or not yeah ask yeah. Jeff there was a time where I yeah. told him don't read the Bible don't even start yeah I'm, 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 almost, I'm almost out of my faith I remember that <laughs> well then I repent yeah yeah I remember that. Um, yeah, I think Scott I, literally just started crying. I he think, had a moment. I think it answers it. I, I, I think it, I think it answers it. No, but but the way their conclusion, based on an online survey, where it's it's not nothing is verifiable. They're trusting people to be I, truthful, yeah. whether the survey is correct or not. I, first of I, all, I, reading does something to your brain in the first place, and it, so if you tell someone, "Hey, it's good to read," as a teacher, I'm like, you know what? You should read. It's good. If if a, the Bible's a book. Go, yeah, read it. Because p- people people who see this, will, you know, they'll tell their friends the next time they're having sweet tea on the porch. In Louisiana. Uh, yeah. You know, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that next on Cri- Zach Knows Christians Best about who read their sweet Bibles, tea. <laughs> Christians who read their Bibles at least four days a week are more than 230% more likely to share their faith and disciple others than Christians who read their Bibles less frequently. They'll say exactly that. Now, what does discipling mean? What does sharing your faith mean? 
What what do those words mean? Wow, Zach, you, you sound like me there. Well, it well that's still so weird. Yeah, high five. <laughs> we exactly the questions I ask. What does love mean? Well, which is why mm. which is why I was hoping to get you on board to throw it out because it's such the way they frame it is such garbage and also guess millions of people read their Bible to to find truth, to find where the authors were going, what they were doing. They study it vigorously. And they also don't happen to be Christians. What does that do to the study? Like it, the, there's tons of people that believe the Bible contains truth, or the the idea of like digging into the cultural context of it to see what they were going through and why they wrote what they wrote. Read their Bible more than four times a day, and they're they're not Christians. It's it's like I think it's too simplistic. Is why I reject it. Like you want to fix your kids. Have them read the Bible four times a week. You know, just stuff, just think thoughts like that that are just. I get it. Yeah, they get us out of actually getting to know people and finding out where they're at. It's and a different. There's a different category. No, but I it's think completely that, different. I think category. the conclusion of this, that type of thinking, is perpetuated in a lot of circles of Christianity, and I think it has a potential to do damage and to. Uh, Son, I'm not throwing the football with you because you haven't read the Bible at all this week. I'm never going to throw the football with you because I'm not exactly (laughs) sure if you have enough faith. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. It's exactly what I was saying. That should be it. Should be our starting point, though. That's that's where we learn about. And the Bible number four God. encourages and strengthens you. That's great. Oh, okay. Good. When you're stressed out, struggling, yeah. Yeah. it is encouragement. Which, which is the pur- purpose hope. of devotion? Is it's is, important to know yeah. that your God remind will throw your enemies' babies off a cliff. R- r- yeah. Remind. It's a reminder. That God will take up arms in your defense and yep. destroy the people He's called you to love mm-hmm. because He loves well, you that they're, much. They're trying to. They're trying to kill you. They're, they're bad. <laughs> and they conclude with, no surprises here. I love that. There it is. No surprises. All right. I'm done with that. <laughs> Unless you guys want to keep going. No. Jeff? I've got something. Dunkin' oh, Donuts. Oh, There's sugar in these donuts. Hey, how about no this? surprises here. Do you have something that is yes. like we'll edit 15, that out. less than 10? four minutes? Okay. Oh, my gosh. And then gosh. we got feedback coming up. Unless on the you, unless, beer I'll, I mean, I'll give you the, the premise, but if, if you don't want to, then uh, we well, don't have to do it, so... Caveats. Yeah. So this is, yeah. My uh, my sister got married, and yes, did they, she get married at McDonald? <laughs> no, absolutely at not. The, at the the house that the owner McDonald's owns. Yeah. It's Whoa. Amazing. Yeah. It's like Whoa. a. I think they call that a mansion. It's um, bigger than a mansion. <laughs> uh, so they the the uh, person that officiated the wedding was a judge. Uh, so they wanted a religious component was the word, was the phraseology. So my sister asked, or her and her, and her husband agreed that they would ask me to say something uh, religious. Sweet. Uh, so they told me I had three minutes. You're really good at religion. Yeah, thank you. Uh, they saw, they, so they gave me two minutes. I wrote something out, and then I replied back and said, I need three minutes. Dude, I wish. And I they said. At this thing. Is that comedy? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was real, but it's kind of funny. Uh, and then they said, okay, we'll talk fast. Okay. So, of course, when you're up there, there's no one. This is what you Let's spoke. hear it. So these are the words that came out of my mouth. Scott. Yes. W. Holbert. Is W right? Yeah. Make sure this William. leads. William. Make sure this leads. Young I know William. you so well. Mm. 
Are you guys ready? I'm so, you want me to read the prayer too? Because there's a prayer at the Just end. Just read what you read. All right, I'll read what ready. I wrote. Never been what more I read. Ready. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. I know that Amy and Riley appreciate. Thank you, Obi Wan. Obi Wan, would you shut up? Start the time over. We need to shut up, Zach. Can you just give me one? Shut up, Zach. (laughs) I know that Amy and Riley appreciate all of your support as we celebrate today and all of your support throughout their lives as it has helped to shape their character and has helped to mold them into the grateful, caring people that they have each fallen in love with. Marriage is referred to as holy matrimony. The word holy is used because it is understood that the relationship between a husband and a wife is different from all other relationships. To be holy is to be set apart, to be dedicated. That's actually technically correct. Go on. <laughs> it, is, it is being unique in thought and action toward the one to whom you publicly pledge the rest of your life. This marriage is not only being witnessed by us here, this commitment is also being witnessed by God and his angels. You see, marriage was instituted by God from the very beginning, our Lord Jesus Christ said, Have you not read that, Jesus. He, that, that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, sex. what God has joined together, let no man separate. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and from the beginning to the time of Jesus to today... Marriage remains a serious commitment as scripture as this isn't sc- funny. As scripture as scripture makes clear the author of Hebrews writes marriage is to be held in honor among all and the marriage bed is to be unified uh, is to be undefiled uh, for fornicators and adulterers God will judge and may God grant repentance to those who dishonor these sacred vows uh, and as we celebrate today, let us remember all. <laughs> That's like a celebration. Yeah. And, and as we celebrate today, let us remember all of the blessings we have received as we look forward to the new blessings of our new family. And then I do a prayer. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Who's well, got, you who, got a great who, brother. Who got married? I, I just showed up. I'm like, hey, can I read this? It's your sister, right? And my youngest. Was that a same sex wedding? No. I was going to say that would be bold. I know if Scott. I did that. But there were same-sexers in the audience. Now, do you think, good for them, they came to the enemy's wedding? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, do you think that, uh, that so getting back to biblical marriage, like, so are you, are you in the affirmative towards, like, having women as property and the dowry and all that was basically, like, transferring ownership and property rights? Um, is that cool? Is that a better view of marriage than we have now? <laughs> it's a better because that's where you're, what your scripture, your scripture. <laughs> is that what that's it was? what comes out of? Is yes. That, is that is that what becoming one flesh means? That, no, that that's they're your the property penis going into the vagina. It, it, so, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would basically if if a, that's why a virgin. If you were a virgin, if you weren't a virgin anymore, you were tainted goods. Mm-hmm. So so becoming one flesh is. Becoming property. No, you, you're not answering my question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To to yeah. basically, so, you were if you were the one to is that you think that's version, what that means? No, no. But I'm saying that <laughs> I'm saying kind of in the converse. A, a woman was damaged goods. That's why there's like there's payments involved if you marry somebody and then all of a sudden you think she's not a virgin. I don't remember the law. 
it is gets, that the law though? It gets sticky. So there's de- so this is a norm- it's normal. Biblical. This is normal. Uh, normal hermeneutics I'm is s- the the delineation and distinction between descriptive and prescriptive. Just because something is descriptive does not oh, mean it's there's prescriptive. All over about how you oh, hand, I know, how you handle weddings I'd have and to, damaged I'd have goods to and look at those and they don't use go, damaged goods. And, and all go, I'm okay. saying to use a phrase you say <laughs> is we we take those views of marriage and we blast them over two thousand three thirty five hundred whatever the date was on the specific passage, we blast them into our context and assume it's talking directly about us. Does that I, not I would apply just invite anymore? people to, well, yes, if, if biblical marriage is in fact taking property, I no, would say that's it's not, probably. No, you can't, you can't do that. I'm saying, I'm quoting Jesus here as saying from the beginning, I don't have privileges from the beginning. God made them male and female, and this is the reason why a man should leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife as one right. flesh. I'm just saying. So I'm not that, drawing conclusions. I don't think that can change. I know because we live in a modern, sophisticated believed, society. Do you think Jesus believed in marriage the same way the Old Testament writers believed in marriage? Well, you, you have to point to a specific text. I'm not. No, I'm, just, I'm not I'm sure what you do what a, you're talking uh, about. Uh, I, I'm talking uh, about what experiment. Jesus points to. From the beginning is what God has set up. No, I know. But and if you want to change that, from the beginning, you've got, when it you've was got, written, you've got to argue against Jesus here, because this is well, what Jesus what said. You to, to it's, speculate on it's timeless. So he's he's he's. But what did Jesus mean? He's jumping over any any other Old Testament writing and saying, "From the beginning." No, I know. But where does so Jesus the, get it? From the beginning. No, Jesus got it from the Old Testament. Okay, so okay, so Jesus was. I don't. I don't get he it. He was a human. He interpreted he was the scriptures. Dr- He's also God on earth. <laughs> he well, was wrong. I mean, then what are you saying? No, I'm asking you. What he was th- not wrong. But so, would, are you saying Jesus would affirm women as property? He he's not. Even, he's not referencing any other text. I have to look at specific text. I, I'm not familiar. I think these are good questions. On they, my part. they are sh- sure, <laughs> sure. But we'd have to reference. The specific text, he Jesus is referencing the beginning. I understand. So it doesn't take into account any other, any other descriptive or prescriptive. Thing. Also, it's it's a. I'll admit it's a mess from where I'm coming from. It's possible a mess. You're right. I, I do get what you're saying, Scott. And he's saying property, and you're like, it's not talking about that at all. No, but it's that's talking what about from was. the beginning. But from Jesus beginning. isn't talking about any any. <clears throat> where does Jesus get his idea of marriage? <laughs> not not from Second Temple Judaism. He doesn't. So he had, he cannot be. Jesus can't be wrong. If you, if you if you're going to take this idea that Jesus theology is wrong, then I that's that that is a very serious charge. You we're really, off track. I understand. You really need to reconsider that. Noted. I'll reconsider <laughs> it. No, my point was in all this was not to like draw conclusions. We just say marriage in the Bible is, uh, it's a mess. No. Yeah, so, How, I so, don't think it's a mess. So that's that's one of one of the things that one of the things that you critique, and I think rightly so, is is the pl- is plain reading. Yeah, man, let's look at it. Is 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 this is the plain reading? Is that how? Is that normative revelation for everyone to follow, or is it something that someone did? What's the context of it? I, we look th- forward to it your conclusions. It listeners. doesn't seem like you're doing that though. You just want to uh, uh, so. <laughs> 
let's just reject what Jesus said because I think that these texts that's mean blasphemy. something. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Heresy. But, but that's but that's <laughs> that's the grave, only that's Satan. the only way you can. You hey, can that's come to true. these conclusions. That's not true. I like this conversation. <laughs> that was an absolute statement. We're going to go to feedback. Jeff, you want to feedback me? Yeah. Feedback. 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 Gosh darn it. Farm animals right here. <laughs> it's right here. It's all in the browser. I distracted you. No, we do have Bros Bibles in Beer podcasts. If you go to iTunes, please rate and review us. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Use some words. Don't use profanity, and it will come through. We got five. Oh, you, know, you have a. Oh, have, because Apple. Apple moderates wow. it. Yeah. We do have a, two four star reviews 49 uh, five stars and one two star. With no words attached to it, so we don't know what they actually think. Mm. I believe their words were, this sucks. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's I'm like, why not three? And why not one? Yeah, why not two I and a half? Know. This is five stars, though. It says, the bros are the real deal by Lee Jantz. Oh, thank you, sir. Thanks for being real. My dad's name is Lee. Exclamation point. No fake Christianity. Great guests and good interviews. Love you guys. Thanks a lot. He avoided using I love you guys, which just seems more personal. The I. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't say that personally. Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe in love. It's from a um, Lisa Crater on Facebook. Mm. I really enjoyed this podcast. Jamal has a super interesting story and I really appreciate his outlook on life. There's that word interesting. Seems to ruin the family. Yeah, Lisa, that sounds kind of condescending. What do you mean interesting? Thank you, Lisa. No, thank you for the review. Uh, sorry for the, the gasp. Uh, this is at A-G-Z-A-C-L-Y. At Bros Bubbles Beer, your intro music anthem is fandangstastic. Fandantastic. Fandangtastic. It's fandangtastic. Oh, that's right. I had to go with it. It's fandangtastic. Your intro music anthem is fandangtastic. Listen in the PNW since the at Keith Giles episode. All right. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. That, you know, the intro. Hit the back button. Intro is all Zach. He put that together. That's from his brain. Hit the right square on the bottom. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. Right square on the bottom. Now scroll to the left a little bit. There you go. Now press the the next leak down. Second one. There you go. Open. It's an Android. He doesn't understand it. Yeah. He's doing well, though. Joshua Rock Rouch. Sorry, Joshua. Josh. At Rouch underscore Joshua. At Bros Bob's Beer, I never saw myself making a grand entrance into the New Jerusalem. <laughs> I just figured I'd show up in the Lost and Found one day. <laughs> Anyone want to claim this thing? <laughs> uh, there's some stuff laying over here in Lost and Found, guys. You guys. All right, thanks, Joshua. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, Joshua. That's fantastic. I asked a version of that question to almost every guest, but never to you guys. Mm, mm-hmm. Drinking at Bible study at Joe D-A-B-S pod. Okay, Joe Dabs pod. At Rose Bible's Beer. Just started listening to the new episode. Thanks for the plug. 
And for the record, I did rate your podcast a year ago, in fact. I am known in some circles as Sue underscore Cash. Well, thanks, Susie. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Slash Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Joe. Sue. Sue, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening, rating, and reviewing. And to you, two-star. Thanks, Susie Joe. Yeah. Oh, you got, we got more, dude. Okay. Jimmy Pacini. Oh, oh Pacini. Oh, hey, oh, hey. Somebody Man. pass the marinara. I get an email from this guy. His last name is Pacini. He works for IBM. I always wondered if they're related. <clears throat> anyway, uh, this is at... <laughs> J.J. Pacini PTA, episode 91 of At Bros Bobbles Beer, and Scott is going to try and call me out? What kind of name is Holbert anyway? Hey, I'll have you know that when my ancestors, when my ancestors came over <laughs> to Rikers, when they came Double exclamation. <laughs> when they came to Rikers and they said, hey, my name is Hurlbert. Neuter me in this. They said, mm, sir, no. We don't accept that name. You need to change it. Allah Akbar. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah. So, true story, by the way. <coughs> they had to change the name when they came over. Yeah. I, I feel oppressed. I did know that. We also got Rocky Glenn via Facebook. I spent the better part of my workday listening to this one. Excellent conversation. Really enjoyed it. And appreciate getting to know Jamal Moore. Jamal Javanji combo. I wish I was there. I got one from, uh, I wish you were too. He's like up your alley in Dang terms it. of like, ah, whatever that was. Next time. But yes. also Matt Sather. We know Matt Sather. Hi, Matt. Mm. He, he keeps saying to me like, man, that Jamal one. Good. Matt is really like a, I love oh, Jamal. Really, Jamal we really I good. love Jamal. Yeah, like Jamal is so good. That's a perfect Matt. Ethereal. Like, <laughs> oh, man. I just want to feel it. And it might I be correct. Yeah. Hey, and maybe he's going too far to the feelings, but maybe you could use a little bit of that. Maybe it can help correct you. I don't have any feelings, so possibly. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Never mind. <laughs> Thanks for trying, Jamal. Thanks for trying to fix Scott. Yeah. And then Patrick Joy Dyer via Facebook. This is uh this is criticism for me. Loving the new podcast. Pod- Zach's Zach is just I just agree with him too much. This should be interesting. Go ahead. Loving the podcast with Jamal. I do have a question, suggestion. Can you turn up the volume a little? I listen to a good many podcasts and the BBB is the only one I have trouble hearing. <laughs> Keep the good content coming. Thanks. Yeah. He, it's not Zach's fault. He's he's trying to he's trying to turn on the volume because I talk too loud. Uh, so no, don't blame Zach. No. Particularly the, I think the Jamal one was on the quiet end. Like oh really? You to, yeah, you kinda had to Because uh, I wasn't there. Maybe. I like to yell. Maybe. But my apologies. I did resubmit it to iTunes, so if you've downloaded this after this one, which we have no way of knowing and it doesn't really matter, you're gonna hear it, it's gonna sound better. So hopefully going forward it'll be better. Yeah. But thank you for listening. And that's it. And Zach, to circle back, I'm not saying that you can't ask those questions. I appreciate the questions. I'm just, I'm just wondering the motivation there. Talk us out. Yeah. I understand. So you guys are just seriously motivated to argue. Yeah. Well, we agreed name. twice today, Jeff. On I would what? say starting and ending. I will say on a scale of zero to 100, the possibility of... Hey, you guys. The possibility of Jesus or the words of Jesus being maybe there's more to it. Maybe it's not like a 
somebody wasn't there recording him verbatim. It was recorded after the fact. So yes, there it's possible that there's a little bit of interplay with some editing and some scribes and whatnot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't like that he has the controls and he can just shut us off at any moment, turn up the volume. You're still there, and, okay. not, and then we we yeah, want to be heard. As long as as long I mean, as you, I just, you, I hate, I hate. He just he can do whatever he wants. Ah, you can keep pace, keep trying. Well, feelings and overrated. Hey, woman! He's the big dog. I want to clarify because I'm the I can really use a drink. Mine's not detached. Shut up, Scott. Scott's children. Allah. Double exclamation. <laughs> the machine broke. <laughs> <laughs>